Podcasting. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Song sounds just even better does, after the news. Well, there's been a change. Kevin Warren, I love you. <laughs> Maybe. All right, let's get the welcome back. Hour number two. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen sixty KXNO. In 106.3 FM, Tom Caker joins the program with the news breaking around us that as we speak, Big Ten coaches are on a call, according to Bruce Feldman and Dennis Dodds and numerous uh, people who cover the Big Ten. It's a real possibility that the Big Ten is going to reverse course and play later this fall. <laughs> uh, Tom Caker, how are you, Tom? <laughs> Well, um, here's a question for you guys. Did the Big Ten get caught in a game of chicken in this one? And they thought that everybody else would eventually just jump in. Everybody else is like, "Uh, screw you guys. We're (laughs) going to play ball. I think you're exactly right, Tom. I don't think there's any doubt about it. They thought, well, they knew they had the the Pac-12 in their back pocket, and they figured that with – the notoriety of the conference with the power, with the universities, that they would have that kind of sway. And the SEC and the ACC just laughed at them and said, nope. And they got the Big 12 on their side. Remember back to that Sunday, the really the decider of college football was the Big 12. You had two on one yeah. side. Yeah. It was the Big 10 and the Pac-12. Two on the other, ACC, SEC. Big 12, they were on the fence, and for a while it looked like they were going to go the way of the Big 10 and Pac-12. They went the other way, and here we are. And now it's all coming back. What what a time isn't, to be alive if it plays. Isn't like that. Isn't like that Seinfeld episode where Elaine had to decide between the the alternate universe Jerry right. and Kramer. Yes, yes. and and <laughs> that's what it is. She's it? looking back and forth <laughs> at each side. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Uh, so the coach the coaches are on a call right now. Do they have the president's backing, Tom? Or do you think mm. that they've been told by? Uh, their bosses, uh, you know, the people, well, the athletic directors, obviously, but do, I, do we know how high this goes? I think this is the, um, um, well, maybe that lawsuit scared the bejesus out of those I people. I wonder. You know, maybe they just decided, yeah, we don't want to go to court. Uh, so, and, and have things put into discovery and all that stuff. So maybe they don't want their business out there. So maybe that's what's going on here in part. Um, but I, I'm really, I, I hope it's the Thanksgiving thing is silly to me. You know, the one that's been floated out right, today right. about, well, let's start Thanksgiving. That's, that's silly. Let's just start in early October and play and play until early December, and then you can have the title game if you need be. Uh, you know, the college football playoffs pushed everything back already. So we're good. We can make this happen. It's easy, and everybody and everybody wins, and nobody will be bitter about anything. Everybody will be happy. It's, it's win-win. So Thanksgiving just seems kind of silly yeah, because then you're still not – you can't be in the college football playoff. What are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. what are you doing? doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it makes a whole lot of sense because that if it's January, if it's right after Thanksgiving, whatever it is, 
those teams in the Big Ten are still not going to be eligible to be in the playoff nope. anyway. So yeah, if, yeah. If, if you put no it in October, no you have games. that opportunity. Yeah, no poll games, nothing that comes along with it. it. It makes too much sense here for it to happen. Do you think that momentum can continue to go there? They they move even further back from where, well, we started and the conversation was March. And then it was January. And now it's Thanksgiving. Can we get to that point where, all right, October 3rd, let's go. Oh boy, it seems like a long beyond time. beyond the however many people is it ten whatever people that voted uh, to not have a fall season. Who who's the constituency right now that's standing in the way of the Big Ten playing football? Love to no know. No one. Yeah, I'd love to There's know. If no there one. Is. Yep. There's no one. We've got rapid testing. Yep. Um, you know, they've got the saliva-based tests that Illinois and Rutgers that, that could be shared within the conference that, that, um, that you can do. And it's, it's a rapid test. It's an easy test that you can do. They can make this work. It, it's just you got to have the will to do it. And I think there's the will to do it. So um, I'm suddenly hopeful after being depressed for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you, Tom. Um, it's just... Mike, my, my, my guess, my question is: is yes, the coaches they're all in. They they want this, um, but do they have the backing of the presidents at this point? Yeah, that's my they, question. And have the presidents been shamed into, yeah. um, you know, into doing this? I, I, I and you know, I've kind of taken some flack from people because people blame Kevin Warren so much. Kevin Warren didn't have a vote. Kevin Warren didn't decide. Anything. He's the messenger, and Correct. it's easier to shoot one guy than yep. than than fourteen people. You know, to, to shoot the messenger on this stuff. But um, you know, it, it's easy to get go after him, and and he's fumbled things. He's done terribly in the execution of this. There's nobody who's going to defend him uh, for his execution of this. But but um, it's the presidents that made this decision. That's who it is. Bottom line. Mm. This is from Pete Thamel. This is the latest within the last minute. Big Ten coaches, ADs, discussing multiple dates, Thanksgiving, New Year's Day, mid-January. Nothing has been decided or approved by the presidents or TV partners, so it's still early in the process. But it looks as though by this, uh, the Thanksgiving is the earliest that they could see, we, we would see Big Ten football. So, Trencher, October. Well, you know, what you know what that is? Uh, somebody pointed this out to me on Twitter, uh, and I wish I remembered who it was because I'd give them credit. But the, the classes are going online uh, yep. or, or being done by Thanksgiving so they can keep that, uh, uh, you know, facade of student-athlete going for a little while longer, I guess. Uh, I yeah. Well, it's going to be easy to put that facade forward for college basketball, and it looks like uh, Gavitt, who is, for all intents and purposes, the head of college basketball, there are two dates that are be banding about. Most campuses are, 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 excuse me, universities are shutting down right after Thanksgiving, and with that, you have an opportunity either to play games on campus with nobody around, or do some d- different bubble concepts out there. What are you hearing on the college basketball front? Because as anticipated as an Iowa basketball season we've seen in so long, a lot of people are wondering, how's that going to play out? Yeah, I think they wanted, you know, instead of going to Maui or going to, you know, Orlando, because Orlando's busy, you know, you can't do all at the at the old milk house, as I used to call it. I don't even know what, what the name of it is, but when I went to AAU things there, it was the milk house. Hmm. Um, but you'd have... Um, all those, all those events, you know, the, the Atlantis and all that stuff. Just do some pods, um, you know, do some regional things with uh, Iowa and um, 
you know, DePaul or Creighton or somebody, you know, Drake, uh, just do some game where you can get five, six games and do some non-conference games. Cause I think you got to do that. Um, and, and then, um, conference season kind of bubbled after January 1st is what, um, what everybody seems to think is going to happen. So hopefully it does. Um, and hopefully you can get some, uh, get a representative college basketball season of, you know, between 20 and 25 games put together. Mm. Uh, Tom, uh, your um, memories of Lute Olson, of course, what he meant to the University of Iowa. We had Bobby Hansen earlier. thought that was a, uh, oh. gr- a great piece to have Bobby and what he was able to share. But uh, just what he meant to the program. I know he's been back. Have you, did you have a chance to be part of a media scrum or anything uh, with him uh, over the years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and every one of those guys, and I'm betting Bobby did it too. Every one of those guys calls him Coach O. Every one of his players from Arizona to Iowa, they all call him Coach O. And that's who he was to them. And I, I, it's always struck me about that. Um, great story. So when I was a kid, I was probably about 12, 12 years old or so. The loot came over to the JC Pennies at North Park Mall in Davenport, Iowa. And I have a Polaroid. One of those instant Polaroids that um, of me and Loot, and he did like a like just a meet and greet at a J.C. Penney's at North Park at a at a shopping mall. Wow. Can you believe that? How times have changed now. And he did it for nothing. You just showed up there, and God, I was just a, a kid and uh, just in awe of Loot Olson at that point in my life. So it was just uh, cool as heck to, to meet Loot and to spend a few minutes with him. You know, Tom, today would be the day we'd get that first depth chart of the year. We'd be going and freaking out about that and going on and on. Also, these last few weeks, you'd be wrapping up your college basketball recruiting coverage, and Mm. we'd have a really good idea. Iowa doesn't have a commitment for the 2021 class. I know it's not a big class by any means, but here locally, Peyton Sanford continues to be the name of Waukee bandied about the most. What are you hearing on the recruiting front for Iowa basketball? Yeah, I think uh, Peyton's they're really their top target. And then they're just going to kind of poke around for a big man mm-hmm. uh, and maybe two big men, um, you know, depending on what happens. Uh, but Fran may just be content to uh, get Peyton. And then, um, you know, it's going to be free agency again in the spring. And then you can, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, yeah. want to, want to take over for Luca Garza uh, next <laughs> year, come in here and yeah. you can immediately transfer in and play. And you bring in somebody with some experience, which might be what, he, uh, Fran ends up doing. It's the way I would go about it. It's a great point, Tom. Yeah. It's, it is it is free agency uh, in a lot of respects. Uh, Luca Garza, uh, Chris Storch, uh, may, name might not ring a bell to some people, but Blue Ribbon should. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Bible. Blue of Ribbon Pelican. does for yeah, me. For That's sure. the Bible. Uh, That's like Phil Steele. Yes, Steel exactly. It's, it's, it's a can. Yeah, that's it. A- absolutely. Player of the Year, Luca Garza. They got the right guy. Absolutely. he's He should be the Player of the Year um, coming coming back and uh well i'm just so enthused that it seems like we're going to get a college basketball season mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we'll get more jordan bohannon podcast wow how about that fire this week yeah he's the best i love i love jordan uh, unloading on uh the ineptness of the ncaa and yeah. and and everything it's just it's a joy for me to listen to and shared some secrets about COVID inside the program too yes, that might not seven, have gone over real well seven players yeah, that had seven. Uh, contracted I, it up to this point I, i'm gonna guess he got uh got to talk to from yeah. uh, somebody yeah i'm, I'm guessing uh, somebody called him and i have a feeling there's going to be probably a few of those conversations that he's going to have to have because like you said i mean he comes out guns a blazing mm-hmm. and, and very entertaining no doubt well won't be entertaining at the tight end position for Thomas Fedone as he makes his commitment to Nebraska. 
what, he doesn't want to play in the NFL? What's going on there? <laughs> All joking aside here, grew up a Nebraska fan. I think most people that followed that recruiting, it doesn't come as a huge surprise. But where does Iowa turn now in their recruiting? Your thoughts on him, who is a really, really nice prospect. Yeah, I, that was, you know, they invest a lot of time in him uh, in, in trying to get him. So it, it does kind of stink. Um, you know, there's been some worries from, from some quarters that maybe some of the, the residue from what happened this summer in Iowa City has mm, yeah. kind of finally shown up a little bit recruiting-wise. But I think with Fedona, it was it was more Me too. he was going to go to Nebraska or LSU probably um, more than any place else. And um, Iowa had kind of fallen back for him. Uh, I think that um, I will find somebody if they want to at tight end. They're going to find a running back. There's high school football that's being played yep. around the country, and there's going to be people who, players who weren't uh, able to go on the camp circuits and, and make a name for themselves that are going to get discovered. And uh, I was going to be there looking at them and, and uh, potentially offering them some of those guys. Tom Caker at com. Tom, I'm sure between now and uh, when we speak on Friday, things will have changed again. Uh, we'll opine on them when we uh, have you back a week from today. Thank you, Tom Caker. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk Bye. to you. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com, HawkeyeReport.com for Tom Caker. So Peter Burns, who's a big part of the SEC network mm-hmm. and ESPN, he's just, this is his wish, I guess, uh, as, a, as a college football guy. He would like to see all the Power Five conferences. If the Big Ten is going to play in, in on Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. then there's no reason they couldn't play on Halloween, is his thought. So all the Power Five start on the 31st of October. You've got a 10-game season. Mm-hmm. Conference championships are played on the 30th of January, which is the weekend between the NFL conference championships and the Super Bowl. The two semis are then played on the 13th of February, February, with the college football championship game played on the 22nd of February. That's 15 weeks, according to him, to play 10 games. That gives you room for buys, holidays, if you have to reschedule anything. That makes too much sense to happen, right? Uh, that the other three would push back, and, and the, after what the Big Ten has done, there the and the Pac-12 hasn't set a peep trend. Right. I don't know if they're willing to even play this fall. But the the other three conferences are not going to completely change what they've had in place now for right. a month, just because the Big Ten says, "Oh, by the way, yeah, we do want to play." Right. Yeah, right. got their hand up in the back of the classroom. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm ready to go. Now they're not going to do that again. We have these. You love to look at these kind of ideas on paper, and, and but reality. No, the reality that's not is, realistic. I yeah, agree. The SEC is going to tell them to go kick dirt, yeah. and here, here we are. So Matt Campbell's getting set to put in his game plan. Not yeah. next week, but maybe toward the end of yeah, it. Yeah, and they've already been going through and getting everything ready for that. The other teams that are playing here leading up, you know, Labor Day night, we get Navy, BYU. Are they mm-hmm. all going to pause then and push things back? It's just not realistic. Mm-hmm. So the reality is, all right, the Big Ten feels like they're coming back to the pack. They understand we made a grave mistake here. Mm-hmm. How do we walk this back and look as good as possible? Would the coaches have got on that call if they didn't have presidents backing? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. That seems kind of rogue to do that. Right. You're, it can't be just a conversation. Now let's talk about things. Right. There has to be... Or their weekly scheduled call. Yeah, right. Those aren't happening. Mm-hmm. If there is such a thing, and I don't believe there is. Right, yeah, that they all get together. And Well, we, we heard about the conversation back and forth uh, with Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. No. Yeah, probably not a weekly conversation that they have. Uh, hopeful? 
Uh, no, I still think January is more likely. You do? I do. Come on. No, I'm hopeful. Not. Of course I wanted to get Yeah, I know you want to, but you're not optimistic. I, I think January is... Oh, look at... Um, I mean, what, what a great start. I don't know. I, I don't want to get my hopes up. I think January is more likely. Okay. If I had to bet my own money, mm-hmm. I would say January, first weekend in January, more likely. Makes sense. We shall see. Uh, speaking of own money, well, it's not my money, but I'd love to give you some of KX, of iHeart's money. KX and Owen iHeart would like to help you pay your bills. Text the keyword BANK to 200-200. Right now, it's your chance to win $1,000. BANK to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Well, Iowa State's playing two weeks from Saturday. Dave Sproul covers the Cyclones on KASI in Ames. Dave will join us when we come back after this quick timeout. It's Miller and Condon till noon. Claxton's barbecue to give away as well. What do you think of the list? Not the shiniest group of questions. There's so yeah. much uncertainty out there. It's yeah. it's hard to come up with the four games that we normally do. I think the NHL starts tomorrow. I think the NBA starts tomorrow, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything definitively. Right. So a, we'll we'll play in the dark a little bit here. Yeah, we have to. Uh, but we'll give away we got college football, though. Yes, we do. Tomorrow night. <laughs> Austin P in Central Arkansas. Uh, and the line's three and a half, and it's going to be a part of Claxons. We'll let you know that uh, right now. Miller and Condon till noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Ken Miller, Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. No drama when the Big 12 is going to start. We know it. It's September the 12th. Now, we actually don't know when it's going to start at Jack Trice Stadium, though, because we don't have that kickoff time Yeah, no yet. start time. Should and get that next week, I'm assuming? I would guess on Monday, maybe even Sunday night, we will find out. 13-day window. Let's have our fingers crossed. Indeed. Dave Sproul covers the Cyclones. In fact, the Cyclones play on 1430K ASI in Ames, and he joins us. Hello, Dave Sproul. First of all, welcome back. How was your vacation? except for the part where I broke my three-wood on the golf course. Oh. But other than that, it was great. Now, did you, was, was it after a shot? Yeah, did you wrap it around a tree? or <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wrapping it around the tree is plausible, but it was actually, yeah, the head blo- broke off on the follow-through of a, a swing, and went, of course it went left. Just like everything else. <laughs> I got you. Well, welcome back. Glad to speak with you. Uh, we should get a kickoff time here pretty soon for that uh, uh, the opener at Jack Trice Stadium against the Ragin' Cajuns. Wouldn't we would get that when? Uh, Sunday or Monday, do you think? Yeah, one would think. As, as Trent mentioned, the 13-day window is generally what you look for there. Uh, the Monday, uh, a couple Mondays prior to a game, they'll announce the kickoff time and television coverage and, and all that. So I would think Monday at the latest would be when we find out uh, there is uh, occasionally uh, now we're getting an option to uh, decide Hold seven days out, six or seven days out. But I would imagine they should have their ducks in a row by this point, unless the Big Ten goes really crazy. Uh, but I would think they would have their ducks in a row at this point to have a pretty good uh, idea of what week one of the Big 12 is going to look like. Yeah, you kind of look at that week in general in college football, and, and it very well could it's be one of the better games. Yeah, that Iowa State and, and Louisiana Lafayette, this is going to be – not just a ESPN game. This could be 
National Fox. I mean, we, we could be talking about new level here. And with it, because of the schedule there, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on this football game. I think when people are looking around and saying, boy, there isn't a whole lot there. A top 25 team facing off against a team that won double-digit games last year. There's going to be buzz. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think uh, that one of the benefits of, let's assume, Big Ten and Pac-12 don't play is that that leaves a lot of uh, inventory, even with sure. the, the power or the G5 uh, conferences that aren't playing. There's a lot of inventory to fill, and that could bump up Iowa State a little bit more in terms of the, the level of coverage. A game that might have been relegated to ESPN Plus, mm-hmm. you know, finds itself mm-hmm. on ESPNU instead. And I mean, that's probably better than forking out another five bucks to, to watch Iowa State online. Uh, so that uh, definitely could uh, help raise the profile for Iowa State and the rest of the Big 12 this season. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that, uh, Dave. Dave Sproul is our guest with those early games on Fox. The Big Ten moves out of the way. Uh, the other conferences all have their own uh, associations uh, with C- the SEC on CBS and the SEC Network and the ACC tied up. And uh, So we'll see. Uh, the the uh, Fox is going to be there, and the Big 12 is going to take advantage of that window. So how much access, Dave, uh, in your week back with practice this going on uh, have you gotten to coaches obviously you're not going and you know jumping uh, in in a scrum uh like in years past but how's it been as far as access to the coaches and maybe some uh you know select players uh as they go through their preparations in advance of september the 12th yeah it's been very limited so far and uh primarily i'm sure uh motivated by the COVID 19 concerns there's going to be a, a video conference today with matt campbell and a couple players they held a similar uh, sort of Zoom meeting last Friday as well as one uh, a few weeks prior to that, and that might be the norm, I guess, going forward. Uh, typically it was Tuesdays they'd, they'd have their usual uh, news conferences, and I don't know if that will continue or if it'll just be on, on Zoom uh, that way and we can all kind of stay in our comfy spaces and not breathe on each other, which would be kind of nice, but at the same time, it really furthers it limits the number of players you get access to and the number of storylines you're going to be able to see because, you know, you won't be able to take a guy off the side and say, hey, I have a, a question here I don't want to share with the rest of my media brothers <laughs> and sisters. So, you know, it, it, it might change a, a little bit of the way. So you might see the same stories on the mm-hmm. Des Moines Register website as you see in the Sea Rapids Gazette as you see or here on KXNO and KASI and things like that. So it might be a little more monolithic in terms of the coverage, but uh, part of that obviously out of necessity in terms of limiting the number of people, the number of players who will be uh, uh, permitted to speak with the media this season. Do you know what the press box is going to look like? Have you talked to Mike Green at all about that in terms of social distancing? I was up there a few years ago for the Thursday night Texas game, and it's a good-sized press box, is, but yeah. you get a lot of people in there, and I'm going to sh- imagine that a lot of media, maybe even more media, with the Big Ten and Iowa not playing at this point, are going to want to get in there. Any idea what the press box is going to look like for you guys? Yeah, uh, Mike Green, you mentioned he heads up uh, media relations, basically, for Iowa State, uh, for the athletic department as a whole, in a way, as, as well as the team, uh, football team specifically. And he uh, put out uh, information to the media the other day, and I, I don't know how much of the specifics they want getting out there, but the basic idea is there is going to be a limited number of media allowed in the press box so they can safely spread everybody out there. Masks are going to be required by the media members mm-hmm. at all times in, in the press box and in the stadium, just like the fans. And then uh, the post-game press conferences, again, usually done in person, but those will be done uh, over Zoom as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll get some access again. 
it'll be more limited than what we're used to. I'd uh, love to know if you get uh, Coach Campbell uh, later on today. Just an update on the uh, on the backup quarterback battle amongst two true freshmen, right? Deckers and Bowman trying to, uh, they're going to have to make that decision. Who's going to be two on the depth chart? A lot of folks think it's going to be Bowman right off the bat, uh, but Deckers certainly got his support out there. Have you heard either way, does, uh, does one of those guys have an edge as to who would come in if Brock Purdy loses his helmet and has to, you know, go out for a player? Uh, God forbid something happens to him injury wise. Uh, what are you hearing there, if anything? Well, I actually I was not on the Zoom call last week with with Coach Campbell, but um, it sounds like uh, that did come up, and and Randy Peterson for the Des Moines Register wrote an article about that that battle, and uh, you know it, this is kind of filtered through his interpretation of the thing, and maybe the focus was more on Deckers because he's an Iowa kid, but it seemed like that article really did focus more on Deckers than anyone else, although there's nothing definitive between him and, and Bauman as uh, as of yet, but. Uh, but you got to be impressed with with what you see from Deckers if you can find some his high school video and you can yeah. find high school video on just about anybody these days and uh, he he's got really a, all the physical tools and and Campbell had a lot of good things today. Greg Eisworth had some nice uh, quotes too because he you know on the defensive side has been going against those guys a little bit so uh, it's still too early as as Campbell said last week to to know for sure but and and I'm sure he's not going to tip his hat until he really needs to but uh, it sounds like that battle continues and maybe if if randy's uh, piece is an indication maybe deckers has a slight edge at this point what about the fan base making their way into jack trice we had a new pro- proclamation handed down by the governor yesterday what does that mean what does that change for iowa state and jack trice stadium if anything at this point mm. well it means if you're planning on hitting up the bar before or after <laughs> the, the season opener you, that ain't going to be allowed yeah, yeah. uh so <laughs> You're on your own, and tailgating won't be allowed. And, and you know the the governor's proclamation yesterday didn't include anything about you know limiting the size of gatherings or parties or anything like that. So I don't know if you could find somewhere you live in Ames and just throw in a big old pre or post game uh, house party or something like that. I guess you can you can go that route in lieu of, of tailgating. But I don't think that proclamation really changes anything in terms of what Iowa State has already decided to do uh, with attendance and and policies and things like that. It's just uh, I guess your your pre game and post game destinations will be a little bit different. You know, this defense, and Hecock has done such a nice job with this defense since he's been here. He's really got some pieces to work with this year, Dave. I mean, he's got a ton of guys back. He, sure, he loses Lima and Johnson in the middle of that line, and that's not going to be easy. And uh, But boy, oh boy, he's got some pieces to plug in there. Jaquan Bailey getting another year is huge. Wazarike taking steps. Zach Peterson flashed last year. Bankston's got a ton of hype around him, and boy, uh, he sure looks the part. Those two linebackers, you know, you're hearing comparisons that this uh, that Klein and Not were a really good linebacker duo. That they've got nothing on these two. Well, we'll see. Klein's still playing in the NFL. He's had a nice career. Mike Rosen and Ryan Vance are terrific. And Eisworth, you mentioned him earlier. If he's healthy for an entire season, this defense uh, in a conference that you know, other than Iowa State, the past few years isn't really known for a lot of defense. This is going to be a pretty salty group. Yeah, and you mentioned two guys there, Peterson and broke out last season and uh really came on came into their own and they'll, they'll have great opportunities to uh, advance even further it's interesting you know orion vance was a guy who came along and coaches looked at what he could do and what mike rose could do and said you know we got to get both of these guys on the field so they move mike rose to the middle to the from the middle to the outside so vance could be mm-hmm. in, a, in a position where he could be at his best and and we know rose is so good that he could probably play just about anywhere on that defense and be Productive, so they they made room for Orion Vance, and it really paid off last season. Had a very 
very good season, and, and he and Rose really complement each other very well. So, yeah, that not Klein uh, connection, kind of you getting that vibe from those two guys. And, and then Peterson, you know, coming up, um, making his name for himself, kind of mm-hmm. late in the season, but, you know, Matt Campbell has made the point multiple times. Sometimes it takes guys, uh, you know, some about a half season to really get up to, to full speed in the Big 12 game. And he, he got up to speed and, and will really be a, a key anchor on the defensive line this season. And Trent and I both uh, saw Tavon Kyle last year make play after play when he was given his opportunity. I think they've got something there in the secondary corner uh, with Kyle. It looks like he's going to be a player. Uh, Dave Sproul, thank you for what you do for us. Uh, we will be soon on the uh, cusp of imposing on you twice weekly, but maybe one more week before we do that. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Welcome back from vacation. K-A-S-I, 1430 on the AM dial. The Cyclones play there uh, in Ames. Thanks, Dave. Pleasure as always. Thank you, buddy. Good to talk to you. Dave Sproul, as uh, we talk a little Iowa State football, that defense, Trent, pretty good. I got to see Bankston first. Just have to see it. Because Lima was so good, yes, just, it took up so much space in that he line. He was incredible yeah, for he was. what he he was asked to do a ton mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the amount of space no, that's that fair he had what to you're occupy. saying. I couldn't agree more. And it, you're right. I mean, the dude looks the part. You yeah. watch those highlight videos for Juco. Well, wow, mm-hmm. I mean, he leaps off. But that's right, Juco football. Mm-hmm. And it's not just going in and all right. You're a good defensive tackle. This is what we're asking you to do. No, we're asking you to take up the center and a guard, and sometimes take on three different blockers. To allow Mike Rose to pile up the tackle numbers and end up with 17 tackles in a game. That's what he is asked to do. And because of that, again, I just have to see it. I get the hype. Mm-hmm. That's the one I can't go down the path yet until I see it. Just because here. the shoes are so big to they fill. Are. Yes, they are. Absolutely. Ray Lima was a terrific cyclone. No doubt about it. Is Lima, was he in Miami? Yeah, and he quit. He quit. He gave yeah. up football. Huh. Gave up football. Signed a uh, free agent deal mm-hmm. and just... He lost his passion for the game, is how the story that, and this came from a Dolphins or a Miami reporter Mm -hmm. uh, that wrote the piece a couple of months ago. Now, Joe Shad, former ESPN, what happened to him? He went down. He took a newspaper job, I think, with uh, the newspaper down there. He's the Dolphins beat guy, and he's been doing that now for five, six years. Wasn't he on a fast track college football? It felt like it. I thought he got in some trouble. Oh, there was a report that he had. I mean, I don't remember what it was. Look at look at Schlebaugh. Remember yeah. he had the, what was it, the know. college basketball one with all these guys are going to be getting fired, and it was oh, the big right, one down right, in right. Arizona yep. with Sean Miller, mm-hmm. and wrong. He should have been right, but... <laughs> and now he's right back out there. I mean, yeah. you, you see his byline all the time on ESPN. So yeah, there, there was a story like that, but he just made that decision to go back to that route and... It's worked out well for him. We're going to make a decision right now to give you an opportunity to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxons. We've got cut games. We've got props. Uh, we will give whoever gets the most of these right a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up will get 25 2845966, by the way. The first four callers right now, Claxon's Barbecue in Altoona. Now, we're going to have to put out a disclaimer on a couple of these games. <laughs> right. I mean, we're going to use the Celtics and the Raptors. When we, they play. When they play, right. We think they're going to play maybe as early as tomorrow, but I haven't seen anything definitive on that Neither yet. have I. The NHL is a go tomorrow. They are. Okay. They're a go for three games tomorrow and three games on Sunday. First four callers. If you're getting a ringtone, stay right there. That means you're in. If you're getting a busy signal, unfortunately, you have to come back next week. Miller and Condon till noon. Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO. One of
right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Final segment of the week for Trent and I, although he's got high school football tonight. Save a couple of minutes for that. Before we get into Claxons, uh, our friends at NickMick make this possible. NCMIC, uh, they'd like us to promote the local farmers markets, and we had not had any information on Norwalk. We do now, and their farmers market takes place on Friday. So if you're in the Norwalk area tonight, the farmers market from four to seven, Norwalk Christian Church, which is at seven hundred one Main Street in Norwalk. I've uh, got all the vegetables, etc. Um, looking at some of the products that are made available. It's a pretty lengthy list. So Norwalk Farmers Market Friday nights, including tonight, Norwalk Christian Church, 701 Main Street. Uh, NCMIC sponsors our daily Farmers Markets update. Claxons gives us an opportunity to give away barbecue each and every Friday. We're going to give you four games and a tiebreaker. Whoever gets the most right will have a $35 gift certificate coming their way. The runner-up gets 25 Tyler, Steve, Adam, and Shay, please listen to this disclaimer. We're going to use the Celtics and the Raptors. Whenever they play next. So the first time that those two uh, teams take the floor. Game one. Game one. That'll be the game that we're referring to. Could be Saturday. Could be Sunday. Could be Monday. Like Absolutely. And likewise, Cubs and Reds. Mm-hmm. They're scheduled to play tonight. Molly versus Hendricks. Tomorrow, Bauer versus Darvish. And right as we're saying this, the NBA announces playoffs will resume Saturday and commits to work with players on several social, social justice initiatives. Good. Good stuff. All right, so uh, let's get Tyler in here. Tyler, welcome to the program. How are you, Tyler? Good. How are you guys? Doing fine. Uh, there's college football tomorrow night, Tyler. Central yeah. Arkansas is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Austin P. The game is on which ESPN platform, Trent? Big ESPN. Big ESPN. Wow. I think. <laughs> Tyler, uh, uh, Central Arkansas, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, let, let's go P. Let's go P, <laughs> indeed. Uh, to, uh, tomorrow, Tampa Bay and Boston, the Bruins and the Lightning. Who do you want in that one? Uh, Tampa Bay. Celtics and the Raptors, whenever they play next, Trent says it's tomorrow. Who do you want in that game? Pick them. Um, let's go with uh, Boston. Boston for you. And then whenever we see the Cubs and the Reds take on each other for the first time, supposed to be tonight, uh, Cubs-Reds, who are you going to take in that game? Cubs, please. Here's the tiebreaker, Tyler. Closest without going over. Total goals in the NHL tomorrow. There are three games. Total goals closest without going over. Um, 14. 14, Tyler. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Steve is up next. Steve, welcome to KXNO. How are you? Good, guys. How's it going? Good. Steve, Central Arkansas, three and a half over Austin P. Central Arkansas. Bruins or Lightning? Uh, Tampa Bay. Celtics or the Raptors game one of their series? Oh, I'm a Celtics fan, but I ball void for Nick Nurse, so I'm a little uh, <laughs> nice. here. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Raptors. Nick's a great guy. I'll, oh. I'll take the Raptors. Where did you ball boy for him? At Northern Iowa. Did you? A very long time ago. Gotcha. In the Unidome, by the way. Not, not yeah. Center. It's right. The worst basketball facility <laughs> in the United States for a very long time. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Cubs, Reds, uh, their first game when we see those two teams next. Cubs or Reds? Fly the W. Go Cubbies. Go the Cubbies and fly that W. Uh, total goals in the NHL tomorrow. This is the tiebreaker, Steve. Closest without going over. 13. Have a good weekend, Steve. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, Adam is next with Miller and Condon. Hi, Adam. 
Hello, Ken. Uh, Central Arkansas is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Austin P. Uh, Austin P. Boston or Tampa Bay tomorrow? Uh, Boston. Boston for you. That's 11 o'clock puck drop, by the way, tomorrow morning. Uh, the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors resume tomorrow. Who do you want in that one? No points, just pick them. Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse for you. Cubs and Reds. Likewise, pick the winner of that game. I'm a Cubs fan, but let's go Reds, I guess. I'm taking the Reds. All right, uh, here's the tiebreaker, Adam. Uh, uh, closest without going over. Total goals in the NHL tomorrow. Let's just keep going down one to 12. 12 for you. Adam, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, Shay is our final contestant for Claxons for this week. Hello, Shay. Hey, guys. Central Arkansas, three and a half over Austin P. Uh, let's go Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas for you. The Bruins or the Lightning tomorrow? Definitely Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay to go up another game in that series. Uh, Celtics and the Raptors begin their series tomorrow. Who are you going to take in that one? Got to go Toronto. Toronto. Cubs, Reds in Cincinnati. Uh, Shout out to my buddy Trent. Cubs are going to lose. Go Reds. Go Reds. And here's the tiebreaker. Uh, Total goals closest without going over, Shea. Tomorrow. (laughs) Let's go 10. 10 for you. Shea, have a good weekend. Awesome. Take it easy, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Thank you. And thank you to Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Claxon BBQ online and in business for 20 plus years. Shea and Steve have it right. Central Arkansas, big tomorrow night. Big? You're going to take Double the, digits. Are you going to play that? And of course you are. What am I saying? Yeah. What kind of question is <laughs> really? that? Is that a trick question, Miller? First college football no, game I'm of the pass. year. No, I'm going to pass. I'm good. Yeah, right. Because who knows how long it'll be here. Let's take it while we have it. Right, hey, well, one we, other thing uh, yeah. tonight. I'll be doing the Ankeny Ankeny Centennial game, and you can hear the replay tonight, 11 o'clock, right after Joe Stacy and the crew finish up with the football Friday night program. But the Science Center of Iowa, my daughter Ella mm-hmm. went to preschool there. They're having their big fundraising drive here tonight, their uh, big gala event that Obviously, it's not in person. You can still get tickets. Science Center of Iowa, go online and get tickets. An opportunity to give back to just a wonderful piece of our community. The preschool aside, just what they do for youth across our community. It's been difficult for them. Mm. Not the same that they normally have for their gala, but you can still get tickets and a lot of cool things that they're doing over there. Science Center of Iowa. Glad you brought that up, Trent Condon. Uh, well done. High school football tonight. Yes. You're going to be in Ankeny. Oh, I'm going to be Top up in your ticket. neck of the woods. Indeed. Uh, and you I talk- can't stop for a beer afterwards. Well, I can stop to your house for a beer afterwards. Yeah, you're still I won't answer up- the door. Come on. What time's the game going to end? 9.15? Yeah, go home. <laughs> I see enough of you. <laughs> what are you going to be doing? At well, I know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to be watching. What am I going to be watching tonight? I don't baseball. Know. Baseball. You'll be watching baseball. Yeah, right? probably so. You'll be watching Cubs-Reds. Mm-hmm. It's a 6-10 first pitch. Twins doubleheader starts here Yeah, there's one right away in, in yeah. Detroit, right? This is the makeup. Noon and three. Uh-huh. So oh, the makeup, noon and three? Yeah. So back-to-back seven innings. Is uh, well, they'll go. Huh. They'll go just right afterwards as they have. I was a little bit surprised when I saw that too. I thought it'd be a, a four and seven type right. of thing, three and six, whatever it may be. But I wonder if they've got weather moving into Detroit. Oh, that could be a good call too. Well, we shall see. Anyways, have a wonderful weekend, everybody. High school football tonight. It begins. Oh. Murph and Andy will be in at two. The Fanatics at four. Uh, Emery Songer, Sean Roberts on your radio tomorrow morning at eight a.m. with the Saturday morning pregame show. And then Monday, the morning rush will get your week off at 6 a.m. 
Miller and Condon. We're weekdays, 10 to noon. Thanks for being with us all week long on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. See ya.